The people, the place, and the passion are what distinguish the Virginia wine and culinary community from others. It's my hope that through this podcast, we're able to share a little bit about each of these with you. They're a collection of stories from the people and places that inspire us, challenge us, and encourage us to be great. Thank you so much for listening. So I want to, you know, this is straight up, this is purely selfish. Okay. I don't get the opportunity a lot of the times um, to face-to-face anymore talk uh, to people about their buying habits when it comes to wine. Like I, 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 I research it and I, and I witness it. Mm-hmm. And I read and I, I put myself in situations where I can feel and kind of see what's happening culturally. Sure. But to actually like literally sit down in a room with microphones and headphones and like ask questions. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of times from the marketing perspective, you have sometimes people have the tendency to project. I like this, so I'm going to do it. Yes. Right. Yep. I like sweet wine, so we're going to make a lot of sweet wine. Yep. But like, is that what I, is that what people actually want? Yeah. So when. <laughs> It's a funny story. I, I, Kaylee, I don't know if you know this story. No, I'm, I'm so excited to hear yeah. this. Okay, so we're doing we're doing a we're doing a, a photo shoot, Sarah. I, I had no headshots. <laughs> I had no headshots, and I'm like, so you know, I always had this like lame picture of me when I was like 24, and I'm not 24 oh my anymore. Gosh, same, right? Same. It's like people I have, show like, up a and selfie, like, like low resolution <laughs> iPhone picture, and I only I actually asked her to take a headshot. Can you take a headshot? Yeah, people me? are like, I show up to things, and people are like, that's not the guy <laughs> in the advertisement. It's false <laughs> advertising, and so I, Sarah was generous enough and helped me with the uh, with the photos. And I and we were there and we were talking. I was like, man, all the times we've talked, we've never I've never actually asked you, do you like wine? <laughs> <laughs> and she I, like, I, I, and she I like, laughed. She like lot. laughed so hard, and she looked at me, and she was like, you know, because so, you're so nice. Yeah, she uh, is. And, but you were like wow, like, how did you not know that? And then Stephanie from Consociate comes over and she, you're like, sir, you're like, you're Stephanie, Stephanie, he asked me if I like wine. <laughs> she laughed so hard yeah. because um, it's a definite yes yeah, on that. Okay. Yes. So I want to ask like, yes, we're a Virginia winery, but like when yeah. we're people with kids and lives and mm-hmm. you know, wine is a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Like for me, like I live my life through, um, like I, I think about wine in a lot of like all day. Like, mm-hmm. not in that way you're thinking. Me too. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like five o'clock somewhere. It's not, right. I'm, I'm saying like, I love the the taste, the people, the food. Like, that's kind of like what I wake up yeah. thinking about. Yeah. And so I understand when I go to the store, I look for things differently. But like, when you, when you go to the store, like, what influences you in buying wine? Like, where do you buy it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not going to get into, like, your personal, like, I drink a bottle a day. Like, what, what, what do you, like, when you do buy wine, like, what impacts you in that way? Price, labeling, product placement, commercial, social, like, what is it? I would say, to be honest, like, I talked about, because I do marketing, and, and my husband will always get on me about this, but, like, I'm, I love labels. If you have a cool label, I'll be tend to, like, drawn to, I'm like, that's a cool label, we should try this. Um, I tend to love, I love red wine. I love Merlot. Um, but I'm a, I love a creative label. If you can think of a creative label, I will probably buy it because I just, I love that. Yeah. I'm inspired by see, it. In, in our, in, in, see, in our industry, we like, I, I listen to that and like, I, I, I appreciate all perspectives. So like, I'm like, oh, I've drank so many delicious, ugly wines. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but 
I'm like, God, I would love Kaylee to have this wine, but yeah, it is so yeah. freaking ugly. Like, it's ugly. But and so I get why you wouldn't buy it. So I can't yeah. hate. Like, I can, regardless if I think that's cool or not cool, like, what I think is completely irrelevant. You, a lot of people buy wine because of the label. But, like, what, like, do you feel that, like, has it always been that way? Like, do you now realize, okay, well, there's something else I'm looking for in a wine, or are you still, it's like label, and then, like, you said Merlot. Yes. Right? It used to be more of a price thing. Yeah. Because, you know, Thank I, you for saying that. Let me, like, let me, like, let me slide in. I have three, three children. So, like, price was a huge thing. Like, okay, can I get this, like, cheap wine? And now as I've gotten a little bit older, it's been more of, like, especially doing marketing, I just, I, I just really especially, like, gravitate towards someone else that markets really well. I'm yeah. like, wow, you killed it. I appreciate you. I'm going to buy this because you just killed it. Yeah. Like you killed it on that label, you know. Some some labels and packages and stories are just so damn good. Yeah, they are. That like, it's like, you deserve my money. Yes, I feel so the same way. There are there are people listening to this that are like, damn it. I know, I know. Because here's the thing. And I recognize this. Like, however I feel about it is irrelevant. But here's the truth. There are so many people. Like, some of these big, talking about at grocery stores in particular. You know, like, boutique or grocery. There's two completely different worlds. Like, some of the big boys, they have the resources to create some crazy good labels and some crazy good stories. And that's why they sell. And there's zero wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's zero wrong with that. So I'm why I wanted to bring this up be, is because there are some labels out there in our industry in particular that never in a million years, even some of ours, would not and could not compete in the grocery world. Just because I'm thinking of Apothic. Apothic Dark. When you go into the grocery store, you're like, wow. Or Prisoner. You know what I mean? It's just like, wow, those are really crazy good labels, but that's why they sell too. And if they can be really good wines, that's the even more. Like, do you find that it ultimately does though come down to what's in the bottle? Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, if we try something and we don't care for it, it goes like on the X list, you know, when we go to the grocery store. But if we find something that we like, and of course, like you said, you know, but again, like, if you have, if we follow you on Instagram mm-hmm. or something like that, even if your labels maybe like, all right, I feel like I'm actually connected to it. So I feel like I kind of owe that brand. I'm like, I'm connected to them on Instagram. Even though I have no idea who they are personally, I, but I follow them. I feel like I'm part of their story. So I feel like I'm going to buy that bottle yeah. because of that. Okay. So a great, a great, uh, one of my favorite wineries in the world. Uh, it's, I don't actually, I say that it's one of my favorite winemakers. Um, Charles Smith, he has wines of substance. He has wines you can find at every grocery store, like Boom Boom Syrah, uh, Eve Chardonnay, some crazy beautiful labels. But it's like you go on and you're like, oh, this label is really sweet. And then you go on and you look at their storytelling online, you're like, whoa. Like the, that's why the power yeah. of social, because it's like it's almost like you're looking for a validation for your for your purchase for your purchase absolutely and that's another get, one of the values of it absolutely you can get behind someone's story yeah you feel and part of their so story. if you're listening out there and you're like oh i know our label game's kind of weak yeah but like you can put some time and effort into your social and in your label design too but like yes um you know there's a lot of like old old school um especially you know european wines that 
don't even try to compete with the sort of flashy labels of of the U.S. And by law, I mean they're not even allowed to in some cases. But uh, label design. So many people listening to this are like, yeah, label. Yeah, it's all it's it is packaging matters. But we're in an interesting, um, you know, industry where there's some delicious wine in a bottle with with hideous labels, and so it's really interesting. But price, yes, price, price yeah. And if you can get your content up to par with uh, on social, I'm going to tell you, I don't care if your label's bad. People yep. will get behind it. They will Absolutely. get behind it 100%. I'll tell you, even our logo at Spain, it's like the original logo. Yeah. But we stand behind that logo because I've Heck tried yeah. to make it, you know, it's the old like 90s logo. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, but I yeah. didn't want to rebrand. But I wanted to basically make it more relevant and appealing and, and that kind of thing. But bringing our social pages up to par really helped out with our with our. I want to say it's our label, it's our brand, it's our logo. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I can definitely I can resonate with you if you yeah. if your label is. Absolutely, and I think it's kind of like we all whether it's a personal relationship, you get into it for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. A lot of people, it's physical attraction at first. It's not like you're not judging me. I feel like I just judged myself for saying that. But let's just be honest. Sometimes when you into like it, your relationship with your significant other, one of the first things that draws you to them is are you physically attracted their to label. them? Their mm-hmm. label. Right? Their label. Yeah. But their story, yeah. who they are, their brand Absolutely. is what's going to make it last longer than a night. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And I think that's important. I feel like you know, that's, that's just the truth. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's really, that's so true. And so, Sarah. Yes. Now that I know you like wine. I know. I've been listening. I mean, this, this conversation has been fascinating to me because I approach it a, Let's do a it. little bit differently, but I like it. Like, Let's there's do it. overlap. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Yeah. What, well, why do you, like, what goes into yours? Oh, I love wine. Yeah. Um, so, I, I guess... I. I mean, I'm probably attracted to a label. I'd say not really flashy labels. I'd like something that looks a little more like sophisticated. Yeah. In a in a label. Oh my unless, god, I love where this is going. Right, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and less flashy, and 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 then as I have tasted a lot of wine, I mean, I'm certainly aware of price points, and I think it depends mm-hmm. on you know what you're if you're looking for like an everyday drinking wine versus like special occasion wine i'll think about those price points um but i'm more more now into really the notes of the wine yeah and so i i'll i'm probably attracted to what the bottle looks like i think that that i mean like being an, an imagerist yeah like that it there's something that draws you to like even reach on the shelf and i'm you know you we're in the grocery store, uh, you know, in their grocery store wine. I, I'm more like a kid in a candy store and more of a boutique wines store. Me too. Store. There's some good ones but, here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, like, yeah. grocery store, you're like, Heck okay, yeah. like, what do, you, what do you got? It's wine. I mean, people yeah. are putting their heart and soul in it. Um, but then I know I've kind of learned over the years, like, what I like. So, for me, if I turn – I love red. If I turn a bottle of red around and it says anything about, like, chocolate, I, like, put it back. <laughs> yes. Hints of mocha, back. Yes. Vanilla, back like and that's just i'm into that yeah wow no matter yeah that's so cool you know because a lot of the a lot of labels is like in the older old world what we call it like Mm -hmm. in france and stuff and Mm -hmm. like that's too big of a statement but 
a lot of places in Europe, they don't tell you anything about what it tastes like. And I'm probably label, more apt to right? buy That's that really interesting because we went to like a full disclosure label, like what it tastes like, where it was from, how long it was aged. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so fascinating because sophistication is definitely something that like people think about when they, you know, do yeah. labels and price points. And, you know, like you see like a lot of like in the mid-range price points, like the 15 to 20, yep. you'll see like wines that are going super sophisticated because they're like I'm over delivering for what's in the bottle because you think it's you know but oh it's only 15 bucks but this wine looks like it's $200 right so that's super is there uh, Kaylee you said Merlot Sarah I like I, 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 as yeah. I, I really like a petite Syrah and, yeah and that's that like doesn't kind grow of here my, right it doesn't grow <laughs> here but so, and that and as I was listening to your conversation good. like well I I because I, I especially after I've started listening to this podcast yeah. and because I really love like this industry so much, it's really changed the way I think about wine, drinking wine here locally. Um, it, just because I want to support Virginia wine more. I mean, like when I, you know, and I've been out to Napa and out there, Napa. like I don't, Oh my God, it's my happy. Do you know what's funny about Napa? What? People use Napa to justify their like status in the wine I've been like to I've been Napa, to Napa right I remember when I went there for the first time I was like oh my god I gotta shave I have to <laughs> shave and I have to like button my shirt and like and or like wear a shirt with buttons I should say <laughs> and uh and oh my gosh. and I went there and I was like what this place is awesome yeah there's some like super like you know Bougie. bougie yeah but man there's some like just like farmers out here what? making that's really me. incredible and wine and i'm like what this is that's what i was thinking about when yeah. you guys were talking like uh there's like this guy in calistoga that makes this like beautiful and that is probably like when i say petite syrah i oh my think God, are we it talking is because... are we talking avias now i love avias you just said calistoga this is awesome okay okay <laughs> so, i can wine geek out for the next 45 yeah. minutes so this we want... guy vincent yeah. aurora he uh like like retired sold his business moved out there he's a farmer but like i resonated i met him and like when you were saying like tasted wine out of a barrel like the, i think the reason that i like petite syrah besides the fact that it's really really yeah. really delicious it is is because of him sure like he's told us the story and he talked about his children and there are dogs running through the vineyards story matters he's named the, the story matters yeah. the you know the wines yeah. after the dogs and and it's just beautiful, and it has so much heart in yeah. it. And I did you hear the Taylor episode? The episode with Upper Shirley. Yes. We had Taylor on. Yes, he talks about we have like a hundred percent success rate as a Virginia wine industry. Once we bring people here, Absolutely. once you get them here and they taste those stories, the landscape, it like it is compelling. We all know that we go on vacation, and we buy like all of the stuff and the yeah. t-shirts and the Absolutely. knickknacks, and you get home, and you're like, it's just not the same here. You know what I mean? But, like, the place has a dramatic of impact. Course, and, yeah, yeah. resonate and I, with the experience. So I think it's – you kind of mentioned something that I found really interesting, and it's that the – a lot of it was interesting. But you you said <laughs> – sorry. It was it was really interesting. No. 70% of it. Yeah. <laughs> at, least, at least 60% of it was – 68% was interesting. <laughs> Okay, so you t- so you talked about hearing the so you talked about hearing the like you know after hearing the podcast and being you know yeah. around us we're not Napa right yeah no so we are it's not we're the we're, new we're, Napa right we're the Napa we're the hey. better right well, so better yeah absolutely and so East Coast East Coast version well no it, I think it's here 
here it is, is that I think what you, what my, my hope in my position mm-hmm. is that there's a lot of people like you in that I like Petit Syrah. Petit Syrah doesn't, doesn't grow, grow here. I mean, I think I can think of a couple, but it's not like their signature wine. Yep. But like if you are open to and you want to support local and hearing the messages and hearing and, and trying, because some people are just like, I like that and I'm never going to try. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that was really cool. You just hope you hope people that like like Napa Cab or like Australian Shiraz that they would be willing to try Virginia because the music's not always better because it's louder, right? Uh, yeah, and our yeah, wines here absolutely. typically have lower yeah. alcohol. Our wines typically have like a more of an old world sort of finesse. Yes. Um, and we can't, we a lot of our wines there are some and in some vintages, but we can't get, give we can't deliver that like right hook punch face ripping tan and dry that some of the big boys can and i think it's cool thank you for being opening to trying virginia wines even though we can't do petite syrah i love the virginia wines that you guys are producing it's cool they're really really food friendly right absolutely yeah um kaylee i have to ask you this yeah and this doesn't even have to go into the podcast what's up why merlot and i'll tell you why okay go ahead merlot is like the fanny pack Right, but That's how many true. people love fanny packs? How many people would benefit? Back. Karen bars. Yes. How many people? <laughs> how many people would love to wear a fanny pack? You know, but we a lot of people don't wear a fanny pack, even though they're coming back. Yes, because they are like, oh, they're wearing a fanny pack. That's super lame. Sure. Merlot is the fanny pack. Really? Okay. Merlot is it's- so cool. Merlot is <laughs> it delivers. It's one of the most noble and beautiful grapes in all the world, but because of a movie called I, Sideways. Oh my gosh, I love Sideways. Right, and you still I love Merlot. I watched it last yeah. week. Right? I know. Uh, yeah. So not everybody comes on this show and says, I love Merlot, with so much no. swag that you just delivered it. I, you know, I did it. it. You know, I'm one of those people that's like kind of unapologetic about what I like. I can't really yeah. explain why I like it. I just do, mm-hmm. and that's something I always... Whenever yeah, like my I, love of Hallmark Christmas movies. I know. I what we, you say. we share that love, yeah, Michael. Yeah. But, you know, it's – I can't explain it, but literally every time um, my husband will go to the grocery store, he's like, what do you want me to pick up to have with our steak tonight? Merlot. Just, you know, look – you know, that's something I just mm-hmm. – just say, you know? So I think that um, – I don't know. I don't personally wear fanny packs, but I respect people that do. So do I. You know, like I I, when to, I see them, yeah. I'm always like, "You do you, boo." Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like, like, I look at you, and I like, I just want to like, like just fist bump them, or like, I do too. like, you know, I just like, because you got to have some confidence. You too, do, and I think that's really cool. And how? I mean, come on, I'm all about. I, I, I have a lot of moments in the last few months that have made me feel old, and I'm not old, but like you know. Things are, every day sure, goes by, I get so a little older, old. right? But, like, I've said the fanny pack thing to somebody. Yeah. And they're like, no, fanny packs are kind of coming back. Yeah. And I hope the same is for Merlot. No. <laughs> All right? Merlot's because, making a comeback, yeah, people. Yeah, Merlot is, Merlot is super cool. And I every think, wine is and people, are, people know yeah. Merlot. Yeah. Right? Sure. And I think that's there's value in knowing it. And I think it definitely still sells. But, you know, there's there's a lot of cooler grapes. But there's you come back home. But we to, don't know them all. Yeah, you I mean, don't that's know the them thing. all. Like you listen to the podcast yeah. and that, you know, yeah. there's a great mention. I'm like, oh, I've never heard of that. Grape. Yeah, Tanat Petit yeah, Man right, saying, right. yeah, these grapes Which that now I know because yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel like if 
Merlot comes back, you just need to name a wine fanny pack because oh. it just like resonates. You know this. You know this? <laughs> I have uh, I old, I have ruffled many a feather <laughs> and I will do so for that. The fanny pack series. I could awesome. do like, you know, like the Justin Timberlake, I'm bringing fanny packs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, I think that would be, that would be just crazy. I, Jeff, what do you think the chances are that we would get approved for the fanny pack series on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the most likely? Oh. Eight, really? Woo. Yes. All right. Fist That's bump. Fist bump. Fist bump. <laughs> Love it up. There it is. Awesome. Okay. So, you know, speaking of judging things based on the packaging, uh, this is, uh, I'd like to transition into the can wine that yes. we're drinking. Yeah. Uh, or we're drinking. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's gone now. So, what are, like, just be real with me. Like, you know, you're impacted by maybe me or the story of the winery, but like, wine in a can what are your thoughts i actually when i saw it on your instagram page i loved it because yeah. i'm such a i feel like i'm in a phase of my life where like grab and go is such a <laughs> such a trend i hate to say that but like truth i'm like this is awesome i can put it in the back of my car and I'm, you know and just grab and go like yeah. i'm all about that so especially me being a label snob Love your label. Yeah, this delivers on the beautiful, killing it. Yeah, thank you. Because it's beautiful presentation, but it's also like that whole like grab and go appeal to it. So I'm, I, I like 100. percent I'm being real with you. Yeah, I love everything about it. So I, I, before I ask you, Sarah, um, I said thank you as if you know. Obviously, I'm a part of it, and you know, the Can Wine Initiative was something that I played a big role in. But as far as the label uh, design. The credit for the artwork goes to uh, two people. Um, my good friend, Reba McConnell from Virginia Beach. Shout out to Reba. She'll definitely be listening. So talented. Um, and she too will have had a can by the time we get to this point in the episode. Uh, it was inspired by her. Her and I have worked on a few projects together. She is also self-taught artist. And she awesome, uh, specializes in like whimsical, energetic, uh, coastal life inspired artwork. And so when we came up with this concept, we really wanted to create a wine that embodied the sort of spirit of this of this place and of this season and this place being, you know, coastal Virginia. And she did the beautiful artwork and we created this label from that. And then the other person is Amber Wyatt, who is our creative director and she does a lot of things behind the scenes and rarely if ever gets, you know, the public, you know, she's credit. So she's so amazing, so talented. But like how, you know, the your eye goes to the artwork, the mm-hmm. the watercolor sort of inspired artwork of the label, but then, you know, the diamond shaped, you know, logo and the font and you know everyone just like thinks that those things are just like decided on and you move. No, there's like a, a process and right. like the the pink you know, Virginia, 100% Virginia, like all of that was her. And so full disclosure, that that piece of artwork that's on there was a full piece. And we cut out a section uh, for this. And so shout out to Reba and Amber too. You know, you're only as good as, you know, your your team. We talk about the people. Yes. And the team, the, the marketing and creative team, that extends to people like yourself who, you know, Sarah in particular, who we work with. Um, you're a part of all of this too. It extends to everybody. You're only as good as the people that you Amen. that you surround yourself with, and this is a whole like sort of team effort. Mm-hmm. And I'm just super proud of it. But um, I, I, full disclosure, like 
I knew, and it this episode is being recorded on the eve of its release. When this episode is published, it will have been out. It's sold out. It's sold out, right? <laughs> so I could so be good. wrong, but I kind of knew that it would be kind of cool. Yeah. Right? Oh, I, otherwise, I wouldn't have fought yeah. to get it. Not say fought, I mean, but I mean, I would have pushed for it. Advocate, yeah. I would have advocated no, for, it, so for it. No, you fought for it. I fought for it. You fought for it. <laughs> but, Own it. you know, I just think that it's such a cool concept, but I can understand why people wouldn't be into it. Does that make sense? No, I... I, like, I recognize yeah. that. So, Sarah, what is, like, if what are your thoughts on canned wine? Uh, I'm, well, I'm a fan of canned wine, mm-hmm. and uh, as a mom who, you know... It, you go like to the, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. I know. I'm like, yeah. as a mom, um, you you know, take your kids to the pool. Of course, there's other adults there, like yep. you know, or your picnics or things like where you can legally drink. Where yep. you can legally yes. drink yep. and be responsible. Um, I love the idea of having canned wine, especially in the summertime, especially in the environment yeah. in which we live. I mean, you're talking about yeah, the beach and the water and boating and all of that. I mean, this is the the perfect it is and i and thank you for saying that and 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 the the why behind the can yeah right um is the fact that we i am in a state of life too where i have two young boys and i look around me and i'm living in the social space a lot and i've noticed i've said on previous episodes there is a generation and i shouldn't even give that to a certain age range there's a certain type of person Mm -hmm that is drinking wine at an all-time high right now. Sure. And they care less about the pretense of wine. Absolutely. Um, wine to a lot of people is intimidating. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it's something that a lot of craft beer you know, per- makers have been able to avoid, which is this pretense, this intimidation factor. Um, typically, how wine is presented in pop culture has been highbrow. Absolutely. And I love to put on a suit and go out to a five-star. I love it. I, 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 I yearn for it at times, but at times. Wine is a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And there are people drinking wine now that don't need it with all the pomp and circumstance and need it to fit into their lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why is Target delivering to your home do you think the people at target want you to not come into their store mm-hmm. who goes into target and just gets one thing right never. right never. howard never. schultz when he started starbucks do you think he wanted people to order on their phone walk in take their drink and leave no. and never have a connection with a barista mm-hmm. people practicality how how does this fit into my life? And mm-hmm. I was noticing, and there were some other canned wine companies, obviously not, sure. not the first one, that it was incredibly practical, mm-hmm. right? It yeah. allowed wine to penetrate people's lives in a way that it wouldn't have otherwise. And that's the inspiration behind it. My hope is that you can enjoy wine in a new way, mm-hmm. right? That you can um, consider it when you might not have otherwise. And, for those listening that are like, you can't smell it when you drink it from a can, you can pour it into a glass. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's but a vessel. Not, right? Well, it's you're a not vessel. drinking wine yeah. probably from 
the bottle. I right. mean, might. Right. There, we all have, the t- the all have the night that where it's Exactly. It's the same the thing. You pour the can to the glass. And I just yeah, think it's cool. Out. And I think that um, there's been some people that are like, you know, not into it. And I respect that because I think there's a, there's a tradition in wine that it dates way, you know, before my involvement in the industry. And I respect that. So this isn't, um, this is just a new way. Yeah, it's not better than a bottle. Way. It's just different. And I think what is cool about this is that this is the first wine, this is the first Virginia wine that's available exclusively in a can. There's a couple other wineries that have done canned wine in Virginia, oh, like literally two. Yeah. And wow. but they are canned versions of wines they currently make because they too recognize. And it comes from a place of empathy that I care oh. for the I recognize what the customer wants and needs, mm-hmm. so let's do this without fear and see what happens like, you yeah. know, and so you know but to make a wine available only only in a can it was is sort of our um kind of a unique Perfect. entry into this into this canned wine world and what i think is really cool is that the wine's good we talk all about we talk all about you kind of knocked it all apart right we talk yeah. we talk about like, and we talk about oh the God, yeah we talk about the packaging so a lot right good. and a lot of times we're convinced it's marketing it's it's merchandising 101 like a lot of times you're convinced about something before you actually experience it sometimes sure. right yeah and so we wanted a wine that was super expressive on the palate was incredibly fruit forward and could actually be enjoyed like it could have a really interesting and exciting sensory experience even if you're drinking it from a can. Yep. And so I'm pretty confident that, um, you know, it'll be well-received. If it's not, it is. we love you. No, it yeah. um, But I think, you know, what do you think? Did You guys have tried it and uh, tried it, not only tried it, enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, it's so delicious. Yeah. And really exactly how you've described it. I yeah. Mean, like it's really fruit-forward and yeah, still it's, dry. It's not too sweet. No, it's definitely dry. Yeah. And, and um, it's, it's, it is summer. It's the vibe it's summer of summer in a can. In a can yeah. It's summer in a can. I don't think, you know, when you talked about pouring it out to, you know, in a, in a glass. glass. You no. wouldn't pour it out. No. no. Yeah. Like pour it in, in a glass. glass. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, but this is delicious. I mean, I'm not, I'm being, I'm a very real person. Sure, I know that. I appreciate me. that about you. Um, this is delicious. Yeah. And I finished it. So, I mean, I just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know. It's delicious. Yeah. Someone else we didn't give any credit to yet on this episode is our winemaker, and I and I have to really express a lot of gratitude for him too because, you know, we talked about it before this podcast about like how I've been out like on the road show this week like on a you know promo tour of this canned wine and it's like I didn't make it, you know what I mean? But like I'm a yeah, part of the selling. Exactly. I know, I know, I I, I know. Proud of I it. am super proud of it. But like he and Stacy who was in here earlier, yes. um, they 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 were they were all for it. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that was at first like something. I don't know how they felt about it at first, but the fact that they were willing to do it and they were willing to be a part of this and they were willing to craft the wine to be in a can, they have to get a lot of the credit too because if, I'm sorry, if you, the I would buy that wine because of the label, okay? Uh, and but I if would the wine, I'm not a label. If the wine label, sucked, like, right? I would buy it again. So, yeah. and it, so I would it has, buy it again. The product is really super important. So. Yeah. You've, I was, got, you've checked all the boxes in my opinion. So happy to yeah. see Like when it came off the canning line, like <sighs> and I got to witness them, like when... Matthew like cracked it open, like the whole yeah. watching him, the whole experience that day. Like he it was, was really, so happy. it was happy. We he do we do things in our lives in our industries and, oh, where awesome. I mean, we can become jaded. Sure. And I think it's important every once in a while to intentionally stir the pot. 
and try something new. And I feel like if you if you're really skeptical, it's only seven dollars. A can, half a bottle. You can still. Uh, I appreciate you trying it. I really would love it, even if you're skeptical, to just to just give it a whirl mm-hmm. and so let us know good. how you feel about it. So good. Um, it's available now. It is available at our winery tasting room. It is available at the wine bar in Merchant Square. It's available for online orders, and it is available at all Wegmans statewide in the state of Virginia, I should say. Awesome. So, uh, we only made the announcement about the canned wine less than a week ago, and it. I've heard a lot of things, like mostly positive. Uh, I've, a couple of concerned comments have been around. Well, is have been about the fact that like uh, they've had canned products in the past that have imparted a sort of metallic taste into the wine. But I, I, I rest assured, the the new liner technology in these cans and in most cans, uh, you don't get that. Now, should you age the wine in a can for a long period of time? No, these wines that we are canning are meant to be consumed young and that would apply even if they were in a bottle right so it's a vessel um it's transportable it's practical it's fun it can fit in a koozie it can go in your backpack in a right. cooler it's about uh, enjoying life yeah it's just about enjoying life and super cool thank you sarah because you took a cool pic of it okay. every can of wine as well as every bottle of williamsburg wine um has enjoy life on it so some traditions are worth keeping around. So don't worry about the metallic taste. This, what does this taste like to you, by the way? I know I'm going to wide nerd you. It, tastes well, like wine. It tastes, it like, tastes wine. like summer in a can. Yeah, oh, that's mm-hmm. the best answer. Tangerines, peaches. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm out in my boat or something. Yeah, and yeah. yeah exactly. Like, that's what I say. Like, just, it tastes so good in the mm-hmm. can. I feel yeah. like it just... I don't know, it feels organic. I know that sounds oh. so cliche, but it's yeah. really true. It's right. I feel like, yeah, it, it definitely lines up. And the other thing, too, is um, how we decided to do this. You obviously go to the store. There's, we, We're talking about this because in our industry in Virginia, it's very new. But, you know, uh, there's, a, there, you know, there's a lot of brands that are canning wine now. Some big ones. You've probably mm-hmm. seen it at your grocery stores. Um, I think Underwood Wines was one of the first ones uh, to do it. They have one of the best hashtags of all time, guys. What's our hashtag? Hashtag Pinkies Down. Yeah. Stop! I know. <laughs> uh, it's like, it's so annoying because I, th- I was like, why didn't I think of that? I know. But it's, <laughs> it's um, uh, see all the different wines. There's a lot of different uh, can sizes. Mm-hmm. Like you see the cool little skinny cans. Like yes. A lot of the sparkling water companies are doing like even smaller and smaller packaging like the skinny cans. Um, we decided to can ours in 375 milliliter cans, which is, if you do the math, that's half of 750 milliliters, which is a full bottle of wine, Convenient. standard size bottle of wine. So one can, even though you're, you know, you're sort of conditioned to see a singular 12 and a half ounce can as like a beer, a right. soda, and and some people need more than a beer to get to the state of mind that they want to be in um, with a uh, this canned wine it is half a bottle aka two and a half glasses for seven dollars in a can it's delicious that's all that's my pitch I love it I love it so good sold (laughs) awesome you know as we put a bow on this amazing conversation that uh, I felt it's just it's been awesome I feel inspired me too Um, I can talk about this all day I just think I appreciate the both of you. Um, I can't accurately articulate how much you both inspire me. Uh, but just know that 
um, it's my honor to have you on here, and I hope that we can do this again. Yeah, would love it. And I just uh, just want to thank you. Thank you for thank having, you for having, us. having us. Yeah. yeah. I have to say, Michael, you inspire me too. Wow. Really, you do. You do. I yeah. can't say that enough. Ditto, ditto. Yeah, Sarah, think, same to oh, Sarah yeah. as well. I can't. I know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Heart, I think that's. A, I think it's. A, yeah, yeah, like if you're looking around, listening to this podcast, and you're looking around at like the last five people you've texted or the last five people you've called, and if one of those five people doesn't, yeah. you know, motivate you or mm-hmm. make you feel important, or um, you should probably. Um, not text them yeah you should probably yeah. look look at that because i yeah. think it's important to know um to surround yeah. yourself with amazing people yeah. and i feel honored uh to have the two of you um in this beautiful circle in this beautiful cellar with me today so thank you thank, thank you. you cheers, cheers. Thanks, jeff. cheers. thanks jeff <laughs> we kept talking off air and so we asked jeff to turn turn the mics back on because one of the things we realized we didn't get into was uh for content anyways online is that think about what the value add is for the people receiving it. Um, and so we went down this path of like, you know, creating content that's not selling. Cause we talked about our kids not even having any attention yeah, span exactly. for commercials. It's going to be mm-hmm. the variable is going to be like, how much value do you add to my life? Exactly. And that influences, influences the creative side of it because you're going to have to share your story in a way that adds value that you're going to have to have, you're going to have to do it in a way that, is on brand for you and right. does have people can relate and people relate. So, um, yeah. So you were saying that at Facebook, one mm-hmm. of the things they talked about was collaborations, brand collaboration. It's, it's so important. It's so key. Not only is it relevant now, but especially in the future, Yeah, it's very important. You know, when we talk about it and, you know, Michael's talking about in the wine industry, mm-hmm. but also for us in the construction industry, it's important for us to collaborate with other, um, people that do what we do, um, to push each other, to yeah. really, I don't want to say sell, but it, it should sell itself. Our brands get recognized um, by our own, our other And it's followers. the rising tide. It yeah. is. Raises all yeah, and that's what we are talking about before, like kind of like, you know, that saying, like give without expectation, is there's value in doing th- things for free. There's mm-hmm. value in doing things for others because yep. the return will be greater, even if it's not clear in the beginning. But the other thing too, just like from a straight up, like practical black and white perspective, Sometimes when you collaborate from a social media perspective, you get the audience of that with which you are of collaborating. Course, with. Absolutely. So That's something I was going to talk about is yeah, yeah, I agree with that hundred percent. When you collaborate with another beverage maker in our industry, if you want to do a winemaker collab, don't be like, oh, now everybody's going to go to that winery because yeah. they're not going to come. No, no, no. That's you have to have confidence. But it's like once that winemaker starts posting, tagging you, then your followers go. Up and there's mm-hmm. a synergy that happens and an exposure that happens when you collaborate. Yeah, absolutely. Now that's not that's the byproduct. The that's not the why, but right. It's honestly exactly. We'd be lying if we would if we absolutely. didn't as marketers be like, we do like that. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you know Reba McConnell, for example, who did the artwork on these canned wines, uh, posted last night that she was the you know she shared our post that we did sure. that announced that she was the artist. And like, woke up the next morning and like our followers like we had like forty new followers. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, like literally, no, totally that wasn't my intent. And I for like that want to and then no. people are gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, I need a watercolor!" Like, being that's how. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it's it's brand collaboration is everything, or, or having people being featured, and the scout guide or other things, yeah. people tagging you. 
um, that's how we've grown. You know, that's yeah, really how you're we've collaborating grown. with other businesses oh, directly because of. I didn't the even know it was brand collaboration, but it is brand. You know, I, I started something it's, like that. I was like, you know what, we should work together on this. You know, that's something I actually even do with our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, we're about to do a build out for Point Two Running Company in Chesapeake. I and love I'm, them. I yeah. know, I yeah. love them too. They're great, and I'm working with their social media director to you know work together to produce um, some good content that'll you know be you know fruitful for both of us. Yeah. So we want it to be that's all brand collaboration is it's so important so i always encourage people i'm like if you haven't thought about this you really should you know yeah. it's it's definitely it's relevant now and it's going to be relevant and especially in the next couple of years if, if you're listening to this and you're completely owning it on social like consider what might also happen if you share that absolutely. knowledge and expertise with others absolutely like like yeah, what value, you know, value for you, like as a photographer, helping another photographer. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. I, mean? you do I it? some of my best friends are other photographers and we, yeah. 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 yeah reach out to each other all the time. And I mean, yeah, yeah I can't yeah. even, yeah. I can't even believe that en- yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 Just, so, there's power true. in it. There's definitely power oh in that for sure. So, so yeah. 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 So true. Collaborations. Do it. Do it. There it is. Yeah.